Hi there, I'm Lindsay Sparks, author of books that include hidden worlds and twisted myths. Welcome to my weekly author's notes podcast. Today is Monday, June 20th, and I would love to share some of my reflections from this past week with you. First off, the current freebies are only available through my subscriber library, uh, which you can get to in using the link in the show notes. And that includes the eBooks of Echo in Time, Inkwitch, Legacy of the Lost, and After the Ending, and also the audiobooks of Echo in Time, Inkwitch, and The Legacy of the Lost. What, what am I working on right now? My current works in progress are like two-ish or one plus many, maybe. <laughs> I have officially handed off Blood of the Broken, which I'm counting as one of my works in progress because it's not yet published. It is currently, I just handed it on Friday off to my editor. This is like my copy editor, Copy Edits Plus. Um, she does a little bit more than just a straight up copy edit. She's amazing. Her name is Holly. She has Blood of the Broken right now. And, um, I am not due to have it back from her for like another month. So um, if I get it back from her early, that would be cool that I can pass it to my proofreader. And if not, that's cool too, because I have that built into the the original schedule. I just got it to her like two weeks early. (laughs) I am now with my extra two weeks because LP and I are not starting our big brainstorming session for the ending legacy until July 1st, which is not this Friday, but next Friday. I hope I got those dates right. I have basically two weeks of writing the bonus content for Blood of the Broken, which is good because there's actually a lot of bonus content for this one. And I think that going forward, there's probably going to be a lot of bonus content for my books because now that I'm thinking about writing bonus content, it like opens up all these doors for scenes that I wouldn't be writing because they don't fit into the story proper. The whole, what I talked about before of either forwarding character development or moving the plot forward. Those are the kind of two essential things that a scene that is included, an element that is included in the book need to do. Sorry, both my three-year-old and my dog are in here, so you may hear some extra noises from them. I have four extended, oh no, three extended scenes that I'm planning on writing for Blood of the Broken. One of those is an alternative point of view scene from Hades' point of view, and then one bonus epilogue, which I was really on the fence about what to call that, but I'm calling it a bonus epilogue because it is an epilogue and it is a bonus. However, there is not already an epilogue in the book. The book does not have an epilogue. So that's just what it's being called. And then the last one is a bonus scene that is just referenced in the book. There's also a short story that I want to write that is referenced in the book, but that's a longer project and will probably be a short story that I write for Patreon at some point. Um, yeah, so there is a story, an, a series of events, or an event that is referenced that is probably going to become a short story at some point. But it's big enough that it could be like a short story to a novella. I'll, I'll probably hang on to that idea for sometime this fall, uh, I'm thinking, for Patreon. Uh, or I guess, I mean, I can probably also release it elsewhere. as a, If it is novella length, I'll probably release it elsewhere um, that people can buy but it would still get included into Patreon. Oh, and then I'll, then I'm also going to be writing the uh, next episode, episode three, I want to say episode three of the last vampire queen for Patreon, my spicy, spicy paranormal romance, reverse harem serial. So I'm really excited to continue that one too. Um, right now I am reading, well, I'm like kind of reading both of these things, but really I have paused a kingdom of ruin 
by KF Breen, not because I don't love it. I do love it. But I needed to read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid for the No Shelf Control podcast, which we are recording this Wednesday. So in two days from now. So I needed to finish that. I just have a little bit left in that one. And I, it's really good. Um, Not my usual thing at all, but super good. Really interesting and a really well-told story. And (laughs) I I did not expect to enjoy it this much. Oh, I could probably say what it's about. It's about a like aged Hollywood starlet who is telling her life story. And it is not what the journalist she, she chose expected to hear. So it's really great. Okay, I am watching uh, season three of The Boys as the episodes are releasing. I'm still loving it. Still loving Jensen Ackles as... (laughs) That's insane. Uh, Everything about that show is insane. And also still waiting for Stranger Things season four, volume two. No changes there. And then um, my husband and I are watching The Tourist with... I want to say it's the guy from Fifty Shades of Grey. But it's in Australia and it's like this strange kind of like mystery. He has amnesia. Um, and we're, we just have one episode left. So I feel like we're about to have like tons of big reveals. I am also still playing Elder Scrolls Online and loving it. My high this week was handing Blood of the Broken over to my editor two weeks early, which seems insane. Very highly unusual for me, <laughs> but it feels amazing. I think it's a really strong book. It's a very exciting book. A lot happens. Um, it was amazing and super fun to do the out loud read through in discord and people who were there for most of it were just so enthusiastic about the story. And I am really excited to share this one with the world with the Atlantis legacy fans. Definitely. This is not a book to read if you have not read the first four books. So My low, and this is like barely a low, but it was all I could come up with for last week was just, I think I've decided to switch my web um, host. I don't know if that's the right word, but uh, I use Wix and this is going to sound really weird. I know that, but I think I'm going to switch it to Shopify and I fully understand how weird that sounds. I still think it's weird in my head. However, I have a plan. So my plan is I really want to be focusing more on selling directly from my website. Uh, I I really want to be focusing on treating my website like a store, treating myself like a brand. And I want to be encouraging people to be buying directly from me. Um, because if people buy from me, then I make like 98% of the royalties versus giving 70 to 30% away to somebody else. So it just makes sense with the way that technology is right now to do that. So that being said, um, I have decided to switch all of my online um, storefront ing. All of my products are going to be on a Shopify storefront. And originally I was just going to have that be linked to from my current website. But then as I was setting up my Shopify storefront, I realized that Shopify had all of these extra things and I kept deleting these extra things and these extra pages that Shopify was like offering to let me put into the Shopify site. And I was like, I don't need a second website. Why would I need these, all of these extra pages and stuff? And then slowly in the back of my head, my, my brain was like, or what if this was your website and you didn't have to send people to a whole different place? Because while I like Wix, it doesn't do everything that I need it to do. And one of those things that I need my website to do is be my online storefront that can sell both my physical products like paperback books and also that can sell digital products and 
integrate with a deliverability option, I guess that would be like BookFunnel, which is the service that I use to deliver my ebooks and my audiobooks to people when they get free ones from me. But they also have the ability to link up with Shopify and send people books when they buy them from me. So this way I can have my storefront be all in one place and it can still offer me a blog option, which is great because I've started transcribing my show notes from this podcast and putting them up each week as blog. That's all I'm putting on there. And then the rest of what's on my website is just like an about me page and a page for each of my series and a p- one page that talks about all of my books. It's just like pictures and links. I can easily do that anywhere. It doesn't need to be exclusive to Wix. It just makes sense uh, because one site can do everything I need. So Shopify, which still seems so weird <laughs> that that is the, the service that can give me a site that does everything I need it to do. So anyway, if Shopify can do everything I need it to do and Wix can do a bunch of extra stuff that I don't need, but can't do one of the very basic things that I need it to do, which is integrate with book funnel easily. It can, but in a very complicated way. And I don't have the technical expertise or time to do that. Like to the degree that it's so complicated that switching my website to an entirely different platform is so much easier. So anyway, it looks like Shopify is the winner. So I will be working on that probably inside my house when I'm not in my office, when I am with both of my children. Okay. So last week's obsession was book covers. LP and I are preparing for a whole big cover extravaganza. So we're doing two things since we're launching the official launch of the ending legacy. We're starting that on July 1st, writing that we are also redoing the cover for world after, which is the prequel for that series. And we are getting the cover design ideas ready for the first book in the series, which is coming out in January. So we need to have that idea for world after ready by Friday for our cover designer. So we're having a big chat about that on Wednesday in two days. And we've been just doing a lot of prep of basically flinging a gazillion different epic fantasy, historical fantasy, fantasy romance covers onto a Pinterest board so that we can shuffle through them together and figure out exactly what we want. Because that series is, even though it's an offshoot or a spinoff from a post-apocalyptic series, the ending series, the ending legacy is very much a fantasy. It is very much kind of an epic fantasy, historical epic fantasy, romantic epic fantasy, very much all of those things, um, much more so than it is even remotely post-apocalyptic. I guess you could say it's dystopian, maybe dystopian fantasy. I don't know. Definitely more fantasy than anything else. So (laughs) now comes the complicated part, which is we need to tie that into the redesign and the cover designs for the 10th anniversary covers for the ending series, which we're going to be working on with the same cover designers. We want the series to look related, but different, obviously, especially considering the fact that they are entirely different genres. (laughs) So this is going to be a big task. And we have a lot to talk about with this cover design. Um, but I'm really excited because I am a total cover design junkie and I cannot get enough of having people design covers and artwork for books that I've written. So I'm really excited about that. I'm also super excited about the idea of having the, well, I guess it won't be done before, but having the design or the cover for the ending legacy book one done 
early-ish um, while we're still writing this, the book. Um, so we can make any changes if we want to uh, add in any elements from the design into the story. I love being able to do stuff like that. Uh, yeah. My Google search history was crazy. This list, I and this is not everything. I just picked out some fun stuff because this is three weeks worth of Google search history. So one was from this morning. And that is Downton Abbey Kitchen. And that relates to the bonus epilogue that I'm writing for Blood of the Broken. And I don't really want to say too much about that without actually giving away what happens in the book. Uh, another is what did the ancient Greeks call quartz? And this relates to um, the short story slash novella that is briefly mentioned. The events are briefly mentioned in Blood of the Broken. I was trying to name a planet. I asked for help from my uh, Facebook reader group and somebody came up with this great idea. I can't remember what the word was, but it led me down a rabbit hole that led me to this typing in this question, which was what did the Greeks call quartz? Because wouldn't it be the coolest setting to have it just be a crystal planet? So cool. So that's probably where this short story slash novella that features Perry and Hades. I'm talking about Perry from back in the day and Hades and when they go on this mission on a, a crystal planet, I think it'd be so neat. Um, okay. Another, these next, the next two relate to when I was filling in a lot of the blanks that I left for, for myself when I was going through blood of the broken. Those are elements not found on earth. I had several elements that I needed to name like elements, like oxygen, nitrogen elements from the periodic table of elements. And I can't remember all of them, but I know the big one that gets mentioned a bunch is called technetium. I believe is what it's called. And then the other thing was ancient Greek girl names because the uh, Olympian culture and civilization is in the world of the Atlantis legacy is very much what inspired the ancient Greek civilization. So uh, I pretty much always pull names from ancient Greece for uh, Olympians and also for the Zari. Uh, so Meg and Callie's people and Ileana. Um, I usually pull, so Meg is Megira, Callie is Callisto. And in case you didn't know, I don't know if I've actually mentioned it in the books. And then uh, I needed to name a bunch of other Zari uh, women. <laughs> so I had to get names because the Zari people's culture was also inspired by Hades and the Olympians and all of the interference that he had with them. Uh, way back when. I also searched for a bunch of stuff. This I just thought this would be fun to share or maybe informative to share. I have well over 20 books published out in the world, but I still have to look up stuff like this. Split infinitive. It's past time. Chomping or champing at the bit. All the or all of the. Elvin or elfin. CPU. Bulkhead. Telemetry or radar. Story or story with an E or not an E with an E is British apparently like for floors of a building neuro pathways, which is not a word I learned. Uh, it should be neural pathways. My big goals this coming week are to finish all of the blood of the broken bonus content. And I also want to finish the two Patreon stories that would give me all of next week to write episode three of the last vampire queen. And if I don't get everything done this week, I, I don't need all of next week to write The Last Vampire Queen. So I'm just trying to keep my getting stuff done early streak. 
<laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, so this week I'm really looking forward to writing all of this fun stuff. I think it's going to be really exciting. And I guess if I do finish everything early next week, I can work on the whole Shopify switch over. That can happen. That is it for me this week. Um, thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week to ramble some more. Oh, wait, before I go, let me just say that this week or this Wednesday, so in two days, is the final part of Tara's novella Blood Ties on the Read by the Author show. So then this Sunday, I am reading the first part of Resonance. So you guys can join me live in Discord to listen and participate in the chat, or you can catch it when uh, I put the first episode up for the podcast and for the YouTube show. So that's it for me. Until next week, happy reading. (laughs) 